Good morning, little princes and princesses. Today is Friday, October the 30th, 2020. We are still talking about relationships. And so t- today we will talk about what a disagreement is and what a conflict is. Because I think as couples, we often find ourselves at a standstill when it comes to conflicts and disagreements using the word interchangeably. So basically, there are two different words. Okay, so let's define what a disagreement. A disagreement is, let's say that your husband wanted to discipline the children one way and you want to discipline another way. That's a disagreement. With disagreements, disagreements can be negotiated. You could decide, okay, so we're not going to do it your way. We're not going to do it my way. We're going to figure out another way. That way, um, you can work out a win-win situation. Nobody feels uh, not heard. And see how that works in your relationship. That's how you deal with disagreements. The other thing is um, conflicts. Conflicts is means that you're okay, and in disagreement, you're not having a disagreement with each other, you're having a disagreement about the subject that you're talking about. So, you there's no um, uh, that's that's no problem between you when you disagree, but when you dis, but when you're having a conflict. What you're saying is, let's say that you make an assumption about your spouse that may or may not be true. And when you take that assumption and make it and try to make it true, then you got a truly conflict. And basically, when you when that that person. okay, so let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. Uh, a conflict would be like um, he, f- she failed to do something, and you uh, assumed that she would do it, or he told you he would do it and he didn't do it, and so that's when you have a conflict. And basically, when you have a conflict, um, it doesn't mean you may take the conflict to mean one thing. He may take the conflict to, to mean another thing. So you got to clear up that c- conflict. Okay? You got to resolve that conflict. If you don't resolve conflicts in your relationships, um, your relationship will go, will, go da- will go down. Because conflicts are negative. You have a negative feeling about that person. So you can't have, be having a negative feeling about that person. So in this article, it's taken from Psychology Today, we're going to go through disagreements and um, conflict so we all can have a better understanding of how to work out our differences in our relationship. It says, while lots of couples and the people who advise them use disagreement and conflict interchangeably, I believe doing so ignores the important differences between these two type of interaction. Differences and, and disagreements are about what you and your partner want to happen. 
you can disagree about when to go to the movies, how to discipline your children, when to have sex, or where to get your car service. When you disagree with your spouse, it's about some, it is about something, not about each, each other. The defining thing about the disagreement is that you and your partner are talking to each other about it. And because you are talking to each other, you can negotiate a resolution to the disagreement. So basically what they're saying is, okay, if you decide you want to take your car to uh, to Ford Service Center, and because it's a four, and your and your husband is saying no, let's take it to to John Service Center because John uh, is much cheaper than than Ford Service Center. Let's let's just use that as an example. And so he says, so let's take it there. And then you say, well, I don't like uh, John Service Center because they take too long and they're too slow. I like to go to Ford. I drop it off. They take me wherever I need to go. I go, they br- and then when it's ready, they call me and, and they'll come and pick me up. So you, could, you explain to that person, this is, the, this is why I like this service. You might be able to get him to agree. And if you can get him to agree or get her to agree, then end of the disagreement. It's a win-win situation. So most things that we have is a... Um, or disagreements, or a difference of how we would handle the situations. In that situation, you can you can you can work with that. But it says, in contrast, when you or your spouse are in a conflict, you are making assumptions about each other, and the feelings that you have towards each other are negative and strong. In conflicts, you are not. Talking, rather you're yelling, avoiding each other, accusing each other, talking over each other. These actions fuel the relationship. These actions fuel the relationship of the conflict. So when somebody is talking over you, when somebody's accusing you, so if you're using any of these, you know that this is a conflict. And if your voice is louder than it would normally be you know that this is a conflict, this is not a disagreement. So what you have to do then is go back and reflect. Why are you why are you assuming this about the, this person? It says because you have to reflect on yourself before you can move forward. And then you need to, you know, maybe you got to confess. You, you did something and, then, and that made me think this and, and that's why I came up with this decision. But you're going to have to talk honestly and openly. There is no negotiation in a conflict, and there is no resolution when there's a conflict. There is no benefit to the relationship when there's a conflict. The first clue that you're setting yourself up for a conflict with your spouse is how you're feeling. So when you feel that your your temperature is boiling in your skin and anger is rising up in your chest and you're about to say something that you wouldn't normally say. Know that it's a conflict and that you are the one that need to, you're the one that need to reflect about why you are having these type of feelings about your spouse.
That's your first clue. If you feel really angry in an interaction with your spouse, you are set to blame him or her. I'm angry because you are not doing your fair share of the housework. In this situation, something your spouse has done or failed to do has caused you to feel angry at him or her. You think it is normal for you to feel angry at him or her. That's not the case. When you say you made me so angry when you didn't do your fair share of the work in the house, that your anger neurons and bodily states directly and uniquely triggered by what your spouse did. So basically your hormones went into effect when you, you know, when you're, when you felt like he didn't do what you thought he should do. This idea justifies how you act towards your spouse, but it really doesn't because does he really deserve that? You can justify, criticize, yell, avoid, retaliate, beat up, do whatever it is that you think you may need to emotionally do. But research demonstrates that there is no one-to-one connection between our experiences of emotions, which is feeling angry, and what is happening to our brain and body. What this means is that there is no universal experience of anger, for example, that justifies the action that we take when we are angry. What was also important about this research is that it suggests that our emotional experience are greatly influenced by our personal histories. The personal part of our reaction is that we characterize what they or she did. In the above event, your spouse action is not described as he or she did not do something he or she was supposed to do. It is characterized by the way it feels to you. It feels like you are being mistreated. Someone's not doing something that they are supposed to do has some personal meaning to you. So when you're angrily or fearfully or hurtful, characterize something your spouse did, he or she is susceptible to reacting to you. Also, having a personal take on the situation. Now you two have a real conflict. Whatever the issue, the conflict is now about how you both are feeling towards each other. And this comes from past history. This issue now is that he is a shirker and she is off on one of her crazy emotional binges. This is now a conflict about who is right. Who has been injured? Who is worse? This will not be negotiated. So when you're having a conflict, whoever is having a conflict, need to go back and uh, reflect on what made them feel that way. Is it something that happened that you saw your parents go through? Is it something that you went through with a previous mate? Is it something in your life? 
that made you feel this way. And now you're uh, uh, re-identifying with it. So basically what the research suggested is that you go and enhance and learn more about emotional intelligence so that you can know how to respond when someone, when you feel like something should have been done that wasn't done and how to handle your emotion with that person so that you don't have negative emotions about your significant others in your relationship. And then they just say we characterize it and it uses suggestions that so that you know that when you're feeling this way or when this, okay, so when this behavior happens, this is how you're feeling so that you know that you're not getting into a conflict as opposed to a disagreement and there's no win-win situation in a conflict. All right, so here's some of the examples. He said, He or she did not attend to me in the way that I wanted them to. That's emotional, the way I wanted them to. Okay, did you tell them how you wanted to be felt, them to attend to you? If you didn't tell them, don't assume that they know what to do because they they don't. So then you characterize that person, your feelings characterize that person as he ignored me, she ignored me. So when you come up with that feeling, that's a negative feeling. So once you got that negative feeling, you're not going to feel good about that other person. So then you need to do some reflection and see where that real negative emotion came from. From what experiences did your brain put it in your brain and leave it there based on something else that happened similar. Maybe when you was a child and your mother told you how to clean up. But you was the oldest, so when she came back, if your sister didn't do her work, she's fussed at you. It could be that situation. So now you're now identified in that situation in your in your relationship. So guys, this is why I said it's very important to understand your mind and your emotion, how they work, what triggers them, so that you can know how to handle a relationship. And then it gives several other things. It says some of the other examples that it gets is he or she spent money you characterize that person on himself and then it's that person is then characterized as being selfish he or she checked his or her phone when i was talking to him now you characterize that person as self-centered don't have time for me all right the other part it said is he or she wants to have sex more often than i do so you characterize that person as a sex addict he or she did not consider my opinion. Then you characterize that person as he treats me like a second-class citizen. So, guys, we all do this, but we don't recognize that we're setting ourselves up for a conflict, that there won't be a win-win situation for everybody. So when you see these things happening, so the difference between um, a disagreement or differences and conflict and a in a disagreement or you have different opinion, you can negotiate and say, Hi, let's do it this way. Because we wanna make I wanna make you happy and I want you to feel comfortable. You wanna make me happy and you and you wanna make me feel comfortable. So you have to negotiate disagreements. You have to recognize when something is a conflict and basically how you recognize it is your feelings. If you're having negative feelings about that other person, you know it's a conflict. So you need to go do some self-reflecting 
and see where that negative emotion originated from and get rid of it. All right, little prince and princesses, this is learning how to make our relationship be everything we want it to be. But in order to do that, we have to understand ourselves. We have to understand our emotions. We have to understand uh, our, our brain, how it works. We have to understand how that other person brain work and how and what they're feeling. All right. Until next time. This is Friday. It's the end of the week. I will hope everyone will go and have a nice weekend. Enjoy yourselves. And until next week. This is Oprah Trade, a little princess talk time. I'll talk to you later.